Our next guest this morning is Councillor Pat Hayes. Pat, I suppose, welcome obviously to the studio, to the studio this morning. And I suppose we'll start with congratulations. Um, but <laughs> the, the latest news, uh, we always want to be first with the news here. So the uh, convention last night to select the Fianna Fáil candidates for the forthcoming um, local elections next year was held in Canuck and Tulla. So I was reading about it on the on the um, the Clare Echo online this morning, and mm. uh, you had good news. Well, because I put my name forward again, and uh, I got selected last night. And as I said to the people last night, uh, and a huge amount of people, delegates turned out, which is actually great for a party, and it's good for give you the G up when you when you put your name in front of your own peers and ask them to support you. Right across the district from Crusheen to Kilkish and Kilmurray, back to Killaloo, up to Killanil and all that area. Uh, 158 delegates could vote. Uh, I think 130 nearly voted, which is mm. substantial. So and you topped the poll, Pat, did you? Uh, just about. I did, yeah. You did. did. You you, got, you went above the quota I in did, the first I count. I did, I did. Uh, but that, well, that, well, even I then, I didn't the last time, so I kind of learned the lesson <laughs> that, uh, that you need to uh, do your homework a bit. Uh, look, I was very honoured to have been uh, selected last night and I think invigorated in the sense that people put that trust in you to, to represent their party yeah. uh, and my colleagues Alan O'Callaghan and Tony O'Brien got selected as well. But it was a fair and open competition. And, yeah, uh, this was a competition. There was there were four, was, if you will. Uh, Matt Moroni from, uh, from Broadford, side Kilban, said you were talking about earlier, uh, put his name forward as well. So he... he look at... It's better to actually have a vote than to be uh, go to a meeting and say, well, you are the candidate and there's no one voting for you. So yeah, it makes you yeah. check out with the people around East Clare and see <coughs> yeah. the voting members and see what their views are on issues. And it's quite interesting to talk to people uh, just to, to explain why you're going again and what you want to contribute to and uh, what you've done in the past and why you should go again. And why yeah. are you going again, Pat? Pat, I noticed like, you're one of the most senior of the Fianna Fáil councillors. You first got elected in 1999. That's, uh, that's a long time ago. Why are you running again? Well, you could go back eight years before that. I ran for election before that as well. Oh. Now, I was unsuccessful um, in terms of uh, I went for election 1991. And on the eighth count... I was eliminated, short three votes. I looked for a recount, actually, that time. And I brought it down from seven votes to three. Now, the unfortunate... Well, I don't know whether it's fortunate or unfortunate. Uh, I would, there wouldn't have been a Bugler dynasty or maybe an O'Garman dynasty after that if, that if I had got over that count because uh, Michael Torpy's votes would have elected me uh, <coughs> and would have changed the course of people's lives. Now, would I be sitting here today as a councillor again? Don't know. Let's look like you, you always convey uh, to us when you come I didn't in answer, here. Sorry, I didn't answer the question. Oh, did you not? I didn't really, like all politicians. <laughs> 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 he was only warming up to us. Yeah. <laughs> you have definitely de- declared your hand with regard to the road, roadways in County Clare, as indicated in the article frontage um, this week in The Champion. You well, have said very strongly that the whole road system within the county, and by the way, my sister especially said, ask Pat Hayes about that. Do you know? How are you going to actually achieve your objective there? 
And she said, ask him a second question. I said, what, what, what's your second question? She said, um, the NCT, I've taken an article out of the paper regarding, uh, it's a paper I don't normally buy, I'd have you add the Daily Mail. And the firm that, they, the, we, the NCT, for our listeners' sake, is tendered out, isn't that right? Yeah. And um, uh, they have been accused of uh, causing long delays and uh, and she's worried that she won't get a call, she won't get her uh, NCT call and she'd be picked up well, by the guard what's got to do with that Jim he put him because the NCT it. has nothing to do with the county council has it Hmm. Anyway, Pat has three, Pat has three <laughs> questions to answer now. You well, can answer the so, last so one first. Better, better <laughs> I go back to the first one because it sets the boundaries out for everyone. Yeah. Where I come from and what I'm, why I'm, why I'm a politician. Yeah. <laughs> I suppose initially uh, my father ran for election in 1979. And most of you know that my father was a very popular man. Uh, and well known, respected in the music circles. And as a... I think every priest in the diocese and beyond it knew P. Joe Hayes because of the Tullochelli band, because they ran parish hall dances and when they had a good night or a bad night, it depended what they made, he took it off and would give it back to him. Do you know what I mean? It was like that. He was, well, he ran for election in 1979 and he didn't make it. And for, the council, yeah, the, for the council or the council? For the council. Yeah. And uh, he was hugely disappointed. Mm. And we were disappointed as well because... For being a man thing, actually, what they said to him is, "You're too nice to be a politician." But I don't know whether that's a good thing or bad. But that's, that was what was said to him anyway. And he was a, a humble, easygoing man. He wouldn't push himself out too much. But he went for election, didn't make it. But I always said, if I got the opportunity, I would. Um, I try to to resolve that issue. Now, if I want to write my own story, it is a, a very interesting one. As a, as a young fella leaving school and not doing the intercept. Not doing the intercept. Didn't like school. Went to Gort. Should have probably come to Scarborough, John. Indeed. You're well yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I left it to be a full-time farmer. Well, yeah. And that even changed my life in a sense that I want... We, at the time, we had over 30 dairy cows and above in the side of the hill of Mahara, and we were progressive yeah. farmers, my father would have said. That was serious. John O'Mahony was the ACOT guy, and he wanted to make my father a progressive farmer, and I was a young fellow going to be... And we do a lot of old farming, but it didn't work too well in, in terms of financially. Mm. You know, in the, yeah. the long days, the yeah. they weren't good like. Mm. And didn't all they hurt go down with TB? And we got out of milking. And I ended up working in different schemes and different programs here and there and working in building sites and trying to s- subsidise the farming. Then I got involved in in community work in my own community in Flagmont and Killinina. And I uh, I started off one of the first community employment schemes in that area and I got a lot of criticism. There was four English people on it and two Irish. And you know, go back then about what people were saying. You give work to the English before you give it to the Irish. Yes. It just has happened to those of the people who were eligible. And we expanded that scheme. and I became a supervisor in Fiegel and Killinina and Flagmont and I got involved in the... I didn't play music, so I got involved in the Fetal Festival. Uh, it was my contribution to give back to music. and I got involved in several organisations. I was the youth officer with Finna Hall in the county. So I kind of... You were building up the profile. It, it wasn't intentional. My intention is to help people. Yeah. 
So when I got the opportunity in 91 to go, people thought I was mad, but I went. What age were you in 91, Pat? Oh, I'm 60 this year, anyway, next month, so you have to work that out from there. <laughs> you were a young fella anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but I went and I was young and I, and, I, and I I won the convention and all. Beat a lot of people. Willem Mac Lysett and a lot mm. of Michael Begley was beating that night. Michael Begley was beating the convention that night. Oh. Uh, I got there. It's a different type of convention that time, actually, because people, there was every vote and the person was elected and then... If the people in Killaloo didn't want the lad in Tuller, they kind of voted for me and it was kind of geographically put in people. Mm. Now you vote in advance. Now at conventions, you don't wait for the, the voters ahead of the actual convention. But look at I got the nomination, didn't make it. Had to wait eight years. Eight years during that time. It was seven was the regular period between local elections that time. But then there was a general election, so they gave it another year. So I had to wait eight years till 99, so I went for election again in 99. And I got elected mm. in the Scarif electoral area, and I'm there since. Really? So it was, why did I go? To represent people and ordinary people and see what could be done. Look at you go in with great enthusiasm to break the system. Mm. The system breaks you, yeah. you work within the system. Mm. You become institutionalised into it, whether you yeah. like it or not. Yeah. Mm. And to the modern Scarif area, you, you, you come in with a different vision how you're going to deliver Eventually, you're in the system and you have to do what the system you, permits. But, you, but you're very free to say what you like here. Yeah, but, you know, in a lot of the things, you have enthusiasm. And every year as I go by and every day as I go by, it is harder to say what I'd like to say mm. because, because of the risk. Yes. The risk of what is available to people to comment it, uh, what they can put up in social media, what they might interpret. If, if I said something about the travelling or the travelling community in the morning. If I said something about anyone, your religion, your sexuality, if I say anything yeah. that's against the group, it's all over the It's very place. hard to, to, be, to be true to yourself, really. Mm. Any politician mm. will tell you that if they're honest about it. It's very hard to say what you'd like to say. Mm. I feel very free here at Scarf Radio at times, you can. <laughs> sometimes you get stuff I hope that somebody doesn't go digging someday and find what I actually... <laughs> but, you know, the reality is I'm here to represent people. I am a Fianna Fáil representative. I'm proud of that. My grandfather was a, a de, de Valera man. Uh, when he was first elected, they, they had sides of turf down himself in the... Yankee Kenny, the, the Quillen Hayes and the Yankee Kenny went down to the end of the road when De Valera got first elected. My grandmother on my mother's side went to the top of Knocknamukka and Crusheen and lit a fire at 19 years of age. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it is, it, it's in my DNA it's to be... DNA, to be yeah. At De Valera people we were actually and we supported uh, Sheila De Valera when she came. Mm. And that wasn't because we were... It was actually that the, the fact of the matter is that Dr. Bill was our... That's an interesting story too, just... And I'm sorry I'm drifting off a little bit, but I just want to give history. It's a nice nice story. 1969, we were part of the Clare South Galway constituency. The convention was held at the Timberlands Hall in Loch Ray. And my father and Patty Brody from Killinina and Joe Holland from Killinina were hitting on for the convention... In, uh, there were the three delegates from the Killinane coming. They were hitting on to Loch Ray. And they, they were pulled up outside the church in Killinane to pick up Patty Brody, Frank Brody's Loretta's people. Yes. To pick him up and he'd come out and Patty, if you'd see him, he'd be shuffling out with big boots and him. 
and uh, yeah, we'll go on anyway. And it was grand off he goes. Who comes then only Dr. Bill? Christ lads, where are you after? We're going to Lock Ray to the convention. Now who's going? We don't know. Tyke Mac is mentioned about going and somebody else from Galva said. <laughs> you might go, my father said to Dr. Bill. Well, Christ, if you're stuck, give me a call. <laughs> <laughs> give me a call. <laughs> Dr. Bill went on down to Fetal. The boys went to Loch Ray. There was no one there to represent East Clare. About an hour later, they rang Dr. Bill and asked him to come on to Loch Ray. Uh, and it wasn't three weeks. Dr. Bill topped the pole and got selected on the night. It wasn't three weeks. It wasn't three weeks until the election was held and Dr. Bill was now a TD. Yeah. Isn't that amazing? How quick? Sixty-nine. Yes. Yeah. And I remember that distinctly because at some hour of the night, the night after the count, I was pulled out of bed as a young fellow. I was 1969. I was born 19, I was six years of age. I said, Martin, were pulled out of the bed in a cold winter night. We walked down the road, and Tom Woods came up out of Tunnel Grove in his little prefect. He had left about with cannies. And how that was timed and managed, my mother knew that he'd be there, and that we'd go down. There was no one. There was no signals down to Tunnel Grove to tell Tom Woods to come up. Mm-hmm. And we arrived down to the celebrations in Dr. Bill's house. And it was packed in fecal. It was bonfires, I remember. I went into Dr. Bill's house and we were putting quite little boys into the back of it. And somebody gave me a, a, love, a sandwich, I thought. And it was a sandwich, but there was relish in it. <laughs> <laughs> and I, 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 I can still taste it this morning. <laughs> so, look at politics. When I was 1977, I was putting up posters for Jack Lynch. Mm. Martin was standing outside church gates here with, with Madeleine Taylor Quinn talking about the Civil War, and they, they were here in the church in, in Scarif and they went to Clonesker. I remember we driving as, as 17, 18-year-old lads going around the place canvassing. The right-hand person for Dr. Bill was Martin. He, play, he went everywhere, oh, yeah. doing everything. So it was in our DNA. Mm-hmm. It's where we are. And it's, I, I'm hugely honoured to be a representative for 24 years of Clare County Council, and I take it very personally to try and deliver for our communities. And I started listening last night it was amazing to me, like, what we have delivered in the last number of years for places. And people, we don't often take praise for that. People, as one man said to me, people don't like to hear you blowing about what you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's you a very Irish phrase. Blowing yeah. about what you're doing. Blowing about your own thing, yeah. yeah. But it, isn't, it is what we've done collectively together. Mm. You know, even for putting in the big projects. Connacht we had the other last night were there. So there's nearly two million in state funding gone into it. Whether we are individually, collectively got it, we all supported it. I was involved in it earlier on. In the first element, there's pictures of my father inside every corner of the Tully Kelly Band. Mm-hmm. So it's great to have that. And the yeah. facility last night really shone out. So it's, it's state money going in. It's community looking for it. It's council supporting that. No more than the regeneration of Scarif, uh, the Holy Island, Inish Caltra, the, the Greenway that will come, the walkway that's already between Ogunla to the 350,000 that go into Drummondura to create a village at Clooney. We're all part of that, and I'm not saying I got it done. I paid my role very much to fight for it, and I think strategically we're looking at it. To go back to your question, John, the second one, second one. Uh, about the roads, yeah. yes, I raised the issue. Um, there was two issues that, are, that was came up in that. The first one was uh, we're only spending, we have only 5.7% spend on roads, and we should be spending 10%. It's the rec- national recommendation. 
that you should be spending 10% annually regenerating your roads, reconstruction every year. And why is that happening? Well, that's happening because the funding, really, it's the funding. It's down to funding. And that's a political decision. It's a political decision. You see, these are the things, and you ask the question, what can I do about the NCT? I can comment on it, I can't do a lot about it, I can make representations, but, but look, at the funding really isn't, isn't enough. Uh, we got extra funding this year, but at the same time we're doing, I think, is it 200 less, 200 kilometres less road in the county because of the rising cost of inflation. Mm. So uh, that's, that's a big issue, and we have been in that, we've been falling back to... We had 6.1 last year, 6.2, which is back to 5.7 this year. So, so in reality, uh, in reality, we we we're far far off of where we should be. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the bins and the road, of course, are okay. And <laughs> the bins and the road are a different story because yeah. they are uh, strategically important. Mm-hmm. And with the bypass of Killaloo, extra traffic coming into Scarif, Gonantinas, we need to look at roads between Scarif to Bodike to to Balne Hinch. Mm. I, I, I referenced Colm Wiley in my, in my motion the other day that he fought strongly to get the road done from Innes out. And it, we all supported him when we were there. And poor old Scully, he was the man he's, that was involved in doing the roads and that everyone knew him. He used to be working day and night in that. But we hadn't actually invested in taking out bins or doing anything mm. like that. So Pat, tell, tell our listeners what exactly now happened last night. Because it's of general interest to our listeners in the community. The convention? Yes. Well, look at, uh, we gathered at six o'clock uh, and we kind of set up, the system was set up. Jackie Cahill, the TD from Turles, was chairing the meeting, uh, Finnefall TD. He brought his team from Tipperary. Would that be the usual thing that someone from outside the area... Yeah, I think Carl Crow done the one in Tipperary the week before. Mm. So they're bringing in an independent uh, team to do the whole thing. So nobody in, in terms of chair or secretary of the <coughs> community, Clare Association has no involvement, is independently ran. So basically, uh, delegates were told to arrive between seven to half eight, and they all cast their votes. They had a vote from one to four. So what happened was that uh, they all voted. We all went in and signed a big party pledge telling them what we'd do and what we wouldn't do. <laughs> uh, we'd be lied to Finna Fall and we'd retire from this and do that I don't know I think it's more of a it's, it's just a pledge publicly yeah. it doesn't there's no legality with it but I don't think there's I don't think you, you, you have any real sanction there would you'd be thrown out of the party if you went independent mm-hmm. but look at um, Pat nationally Fianna Fáil is pretty low in the polls. It's about, is it 19, 20, 21%, depending on the poll. The whistle has blown on the local elections now. We'll be having the local elections in May next year. June. June, sorry. Um, do you think national politics and national opinion about political parties has an impact on local elections? Well, I suppose you'd hope it didn't really. <laughs> <laughs> Well, now there's an honest answer. <laughs> well, I'd be honest. I have, I have never put being honest about my opinions and certain things. I try to avoid getting into the game of the national politics mm. because even bringing a TD or a senator or somebody at national level, which you canvassing, yeah, has become a bit of a, a challenge because what you were trying to do is sell your role as a councillor in developing policy, 
sourcing funding, doing projects, looking after individuals at a local level. Mm. You're trying to sell that on the door. Yeah. And the narrative changes completely when you arrive with a TD or a, a, a national issue. Uh, you're now into the hilt. You're now into agriculture. You're now into the green party. You're into everything that that affects issue. And it says, "Oh, you're maybe associated with not a great brand for this yeah. for this saleable thing." Yeah. And that's honestly like it's yeah. it, look. What I I found is it's an individual thing. What I found really useful the last time was my own family and I want to thank them for it because they're now of that age understanding and they're able to canvas for vote and understand. we met them yeah <laughs> and they're able to do it like so it's it's okay. it's, it's, it's it's a value and I, the loyal members of Innova. I'm just thinking Pat for you and for for other councillors of all parties now I mean it's an exciting time here in the Killaloo Municipal District I mean you have things like for example the new bridge and bypass of Killaloo you have the, so many different, um, the heritage uh, question of, of uh, Holy Island, but also Bunratty and various other places. Uh, you have maybe challenges like the, the refugees who, who come into places, but also, you know, there's the regeneration of Scarif and the building of new facilities here. So it is, it is an interesting and exciting time um, coming up. Indeed. Well, I said last night that, that uh, there'd be obvious issues and there'd be obvious challenges for any politician. No one resolves everything. And out of the blue, the small thing can become a big issue. Mm-hmm. A few weeks ago, we got notification of the hotel in Scarif Open. That vexed a lot of people not knowing and, and annoyed me as a local politician reading on the town forum and reading on the TDs or senators. You were there at the meeting. Like, mm-hmm. we didn't know. Like, I was hearing rumours and I was asking my colleagues, what's happening here? Now, in the absence of information, it, cre- it creates misinformation sure. and people sure. start to get all these ideas. My understanding, just to inform people in Scarlet, there's 11 people in the hotel at the moment. And they're, they're, they're very happy there. They're gradually going to come along. Uh, it's no big bus. There's two bus loads that are going to arrive in Scarlet someday. I'm told it's kind of a phase build-up, which yeah. is very good for a community mm. to understand it. And I think the public beaten, while it might get the wrong headlines sometimes and things can be said in heated moments, that happens because people don't know. Mm. Now, people out there have different views on everything. Mm. I hear lots of it. And that's because it's actually dangerous, the social media element... Mm dictates a lot of that now and forums that are there to set up to. It frightens me actually to see some of this. I was watching some programme the other night on television and on prime time. It actually frightened me to think that the sort of stuff that's going on, pharmacies and people are yeah. going around mm-hmm. their day and, and people being infiltrated, that's not good in any society. And they like to target places where they see any bit of support for that. And I, I'm often nervous about that. There's a big change in politics nationally and worldwide. People's the day you go to sleep in order, you know every vote you had one time. Mm. Yeah. Or go to Tulla yeah. and you know every one of them, whether they were fit or fought for again, you'd know mm. that. So look at exciting times, but challenging times. And look at, I have decided I want to be part of the challenge uh, and excitement as well, please God. And so that's why I put my name forward again. Anyway, well, listen, Pat, congratulations again uh, on, and to you and your two colleagues and uh, Alan O'Callaghan and Tony O'Brien, who will be part of the the contest next June 
when, when it happens here in County Clare. Thanks very much for joining us this morning. Great to see you and great to hear you. Thanks very much. Thanks, Pat.